Hello and welcome to the 54th episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. So before we get into things, I should probably explain why I haven't posted a podcast since October of last year. So really what it came down to was I just stopped enjoying Brawl Stars. I was really just playing five minutes a day, not doing much more than claiming my free thing in the shop, maybe playing one or two matches to get a star token or two, but I wasn't really playing the game that much, like definitely not playing all the game modes, just like one or two rounds of showdown. And I wasn't like pushing trophies or anything. So I decided if I'm not really playing the game, it doesn't make much sense to do a podcast because like a lot of my rankings, which is one of the main things I do on this podcast, would really just not work out because I'm obviously just not playing the game. So I can't really do rankings if I don't know like who's good and who's bad. And like if I'm not like following updates and stuff, I can't really do those episodes. So it just really wouldn't work out if I'm not playing. But the reason why I'm actually restarting the podcast now is because around two weeks ago, I just started to really fall back in love with the game. I've been playing for like multiple hours every single day for the past like two weeks. And I've just really been enjoying it. I think when I first got back into the game, I was at 17,100 trophies. And just two weeks later, I'm almost at 20,000 trophies. So I've really just been playing a lot and I'm really enjoying the game now. And thanks to the support of Masquerade, who is the host of the Weekly Brawl Stars podcast, no, not Brawl Stars, Weekly Brawl Rankings podcast, and my friend I Am Boss, who is a listener of the show, they both really helped support me to, like, choose to restart it. So, yeah, I'm going to be restarting it now. So, yeah, I thought I would let you guys know why I haven't posted for a lot of months. So, yeah. So coming in 37th place has to be Tick. So there's a few main issues with Tick on why he comes in last place. First of all, probably most importantly, the only really good thrower map in the game currently is Skull Creek. So this one is out actually right now. And if you're going to be pushing Tick and Showdown, I would definitely do it on this map because all the other ones are just too open. Like Cavern Churn, he used to be pretty good on, but they added the Meteors in, which kind of just gets rid of all the walls and makes Tick a lot worse. So yeah, also he can just kind of get rushed. And if he doesn't have his super, he can't really do anything about it. His health is just too low. And yeah, his damage just is not enough, especially if he's not hitting all three mines when he's getting rushed. So yeah, Tick just really not in a good spot at Showdown right now. Also, like his gadget does not do that much in Showdown. Like really, if you have to use the gadget, you're probably dead. Because, like, there's someone near you. So, yeah, Tick just not in a good place. Also, I guess another thing, throwers just in general, you're going to notice the theme are all really low on this list. So this is partially because of the maps. And also, ever since I restarted playing, I've noticed, like, nobody teams anymore. Like, back in the day, like, you'd find teamers basically every other game. But now, I haven't really seen anyone teaming, I think, at all. Like, maybe... Yeah, I think I saw, like, two jeans teaming, like, the second day I got back into the game. But I don't think I've seen any other teaming at all. So, yeah, like, throwers really relied on teaming back in the day. And now that teaming isn't as big of a meta, as big of a part of the meta anymore, Tick just really gets hurt and gets knocked down the list a lot. Next on the list, we have Dynamite. So Dynamite, pretty similar to Tick, pretty much the exact same reasons. 
He just like there's not good an, any good maps for him. If you someone rushes him, he's in big trouble. I guess I like Dynamite a little bit more because I find it easier to get his super and also if you have his star power that can jump over the walls, Dyna jump, um, it can help him escape a little bit more. He also has a little bit more health than Tick, but he still has kind of the same core problems that it's just too easy to rush him and he gets really weak later in the game. So next up is going to be Jessie, our first non-thrower. So Jessie, the main issue with her is she's really weak until you get her turret. So when you have Jessie's turret, she's great. Like you could probably win if you have her turret and you have enough power-ups. But the issue is if you don't have her turret, she's pretty bad. Like her attack is just too slow. It's very easy to dodge. She has pretty bad reload speed. And even if she does hit the person... It really doesn't do that much. It's just a little bit over a thousand. And also her super is pretty hard to get. It takes six shots. And like in 3v3, Jessie's better because she can hit multiple enemies with her attack. But in showdown, especially this is solo showdown based. So generally, like you're not going to be hitting more than one person every attack, which just really hurts Jessie and makes her very weak. So next up, coming in in 34th, is going to be Sprout. So... Once again, another thrower, like, in Solo Showdown, they just cannot really survive. Like, the maps are bad. He can't really, like, no one's really teaming anymore, so that hurts Sprout. But I do have him slightly higher than Tick and Dynamite for throwers because his super can be useful. If someone's rushing you and you can charge your super, you can chuck down the fake wall and prevent them from coming at you just to buy yourself some time, get away, maybe even kill them. So yeah, Sprout's slightly better, but definitely not a good pick. So next up is Mr. P. So Mr. P obviously is great in 3v3 modes because his super just provides like so much control. Your opponents are wasting so much ammo, just killing the small like penguin thing that comes out of it every single time. But in showdown, he really just is not that good. Like, his damage is probably the main issue. He just does not do enough. Like, you're not very often going to be hitting, like, both of the bounce shots from Mr. P. Because, like, people can just, like, dodge a lot easier. And he can also just be rushed pretty easily. His super does not do much to defend him. Like, maybe it can, like, sponge one or two shots, maybe three, depending on the brawler. But usually if Mr. P is forced to use his super in defense, like, Things are not going to be going well for him. He'll most likely be dead soon. So yeah, Mr. P, health and damage just are not enough. And his super does not really do much in showdown. So next up is going to be Barley. So Barley I have is the best of throwers, but still pretty bad in showdown. 32nd, definitely not that good. And yeah, once again, it's just because he's a thrower. He cannot really defend himself that well. The one good thing going for him is I really like Barley's gadget in showdown. Because currently I'm noticing kind of a more tanky meta and that gadget is really good at just preventing tanks from rushing you and it kind of can scare them away from even trying to attack you. But yeah, once again, he can kind of be rushed pretty easily. His shots are fairly easy to dodge and his health just isn't enough. And later in the game, once the gas starts to close in, Barley just cannot really do much. So next up... Coming in 31st, I'm not 100% sure on this pick, obviously because it's the newest brawler in the game, Nani. So I've been playing Nani a bit. I think she's 
sort of weak in showdown just because her shots are like really hard to hit. So I'm assuming a lot of you guys know what I mean. Like, I think she's probably like a top three high skill brawler in the game. So especially right now when people really don't know how to use Nani to her full potential and she's already very hard to use, I just have to put her pretty low on this list. Like, she's pretty good against tanks, which is nice, but I find Nani to be pretty bad against pretty much everybody else. So, yeah, I have Nani pretty low on this list. I mean, HP is also pretty low. Maybe it'll turn out I'm wrong because obviously she just came out, so I'm not 100% sure on this. So, yeah, maybe Nani will shoot up the list or maybe even come farther down. But, yeah, right now I'm not a big fan of Nani and Showdown. Okay, so next up on the list is going to be Poco. So Poco, I mean, his main issue is his damage. Like, he really cannot open up the boxes fast enough, which is a big part of Showdown. And he can't kill Brawlers that easily. Like, generally, like, the best strategy with Poco is to kind of, like, hide out, wait for somebody low to come by, and then to just burst them down quickly with all three of your shots. The nice thing about Poco is his super is pretty easy to get because he can hit multiple enemies, but that doesn't happen too often. And I feel like if Poco gets rushed, he's going to be in big trouble. His gadget does help out, sort of, but he's still just not that great in Showdown. So next up is going to be Penny. So Penny has pretty similar issues to Jesse. I like their basic attacks are pretty similar. Like they have the same speed and damage, I believe, but I like Penny a little bit more because I find her better opening boxes because of her like splash damage after she hits a box or enemy. And I also kind of prefer her super a little bit more cuz she can kind of like just chuck it down behind a wall and just let it go to work where Jesse, you kind of like need to be in a fight already. I mean, usually when you're in a fight with Jesse, things aren't going to go great. Also her star power is pretty good. The one that uh, shoots out the big fireballs because that can really just like pin people in bad positions. So yeah, Penny, obviously not great though. Kind of similar to Jesse, just easy to dodge her shots and pretty low damage without her super. But yeah, I like her a little bit more than Jessie, which is why Penny is at number 29. So next up, number 28, is going to be Cole. So Cole, I find he just kind of gets countered by a lot of the brawlers higher up. Like, on a lot of the maps, like, tanks are pretty good on a lot of the current maps. Cole does not do great because without his super, like, there are just too many walls for him to really hit anybody. And, like, a lot of the other brawlers that you will see higher up on this list like 8-bit or crow or pam are just like really good against cole he can't really do much like especially if he's going up against a crow he pretty much just loses crow can dodge his shot super easily even if cole is able to like hit a full clip on him crow can just activate his gadget and kill him so yeah cole doesn't do great but on a few maps he can really shine and do pretty well but on the majority of maps he's not that great so number 27, pretty similar to Cole, is going to be Rico. So Rico, I prefer him slightly over Cole because I find him to be a little bit more versatile with his being able to like bounce shots off of walls, but he's still like not that great. His health is just pretty low for showdown. Like You may notice a lot of the brawlers at the bottom have very low health, which is 
and high health is very important in showdown. So if you don't have high health, you need a way to really be able to uh, either like somehow get more health or get out of sticky situations with like a super or something or just fast movement speed. So Rico, he can do that with his um, star power where he gets a fast movement speed when he's below a certain HP. But the issue with that is he has to already be low in order to have that activated. And it's not the smartest idea to be running around with like a thousand HP, even if you are going extremely fast. So yeah, Rico, I have him slightly better than Colt, but not too high. He just comes in at number 27. So at number 26 is going to be Piper. So if this was duo showdown, this would be a whole different story. Piper's definitely a lot better in that. But in solo showdown, she's just not that great. Just mainly because of her health and also at close range, she does very low damage. So if you're a Piper, like depending on the like some maps she's obviously great on. Um, but on a lot of maps, you'll you'll like start playing with Piper and you'll be like, oh, this is great. I'm doing a lot of damage, maybe got a kill or something, but Later in the game, when the zone gets closed in, Piper really just gets worse and worse every second because her shots do less and less as the gas closes in. So, yeah, Piper, it's just kind of bad because, yeah, she doesn't do that much close range. I mean, her super can kind of help her get away, but it's not, like, that far away. And she has slow movement speed, so usually the person chasing her is going to be able to kill her anyway. So, yeah. Piper, definitely not that great in duo I mean, solos. So next up is coming in at number 25, has to be Gale. So Gale, one of the newer brawlers in the game, like he's just not great. Like his health, it's it's like not bad, but it's also not that high. His damage also like not great. Like nothing about him is very good. And, like, really the reason why Gale is relevant in most of the other 3v3 modes is because of his gadget, which just allows your whole entire team to just, like, jump into the middle of the map and really just gain, like, huge control over the center. But in Showdown, it's really not that useful. And when Gale's probably, like, best attribute about him just really isn't good, it's obviously not going to be great for him. So, yeah, Gale, definitely not that good in Showdown. He does have a few maps, but not that many. So next up is going to be Nita. So Nita's gadget bear paws combined with hyper bear is very good. Like if you get your bear, you're pretty much guaranteed to kill maybe two because it, it's just so strong. But that is if you get your bear. And Nita's range is not great. Same with her damage as well. So sometimes you can struggle to get her super like with a lot of long range brawlers that can just take advantage of her. And even tanks, like, she can't get, like, too close to them to hit them because then they can just turn around and kill her. So she has to be very careful with getting her super. In most games, I find I don't get her super until, like, somebody's on top of me and I'm already dead. So, yeah, Nita, she can be really good with her super, but she relies on it just too much to really be a consistent top brawler in the mode. So next up is going to be Sandy. So Sandy... Really, like, what helps him out a lot, I find, is his above-average movement speed. That just kind of allows him to maneuver around and tanks can't just catch up to him. And his damage is also solid. It's not great, but it's solid. And he has some decent health, especially combined with his gadget. He can be pretty hard to kill and just annoying. His super I don't love in Showdown because he's the only one that can take advantage of it and not two other teammates. 
So that kind of really hurts him. His super does not do much, especially if you're in a bad spot, because like you can throw it down and try and go invis and like escape. But usually, like if later in the game, if you're in trouble, it's because someone's very close to you. So yeah, it doesn't work out great for Sandy, but he's definitely playable in the mode, but not that great. So next up is going to be Frank. So Frank, definitely very good. You can kind of pick what play style you want to go with him. You can either go like ultra high health with Sponge, starting off with uh, already at 10,000 health, and you can get more with the power-ups. Or you can go for a more aggressive game plan with the other star power that increases his damage every time he gets a kill. So that kind of helps him out a lot. His gadget can get rid of one of his biggest weaknesses, which is obviously getting stunned mid-super or just mid-attack. Um, but still, I mean, at the end of the day, it's pretty easy to just kind of take advantage of Frank because he's really clunky and his attack takes forever to like go and also he can't move while he's attacking. So yeah, Frank is just kind of clunky. Like A lot of the better brawlers are pretty good against him. But, I mean, Frank definitely can have his moments, especially late game if he has his super. He's very scary. But, yeah, definitely not great. So, next up, coming in number 21, is going to be Mortis. So, Mortis, I actually think is a little underrated in Showdown. He can do, actually, like, pretty well in Showdown just because he can dash away and escape. And he can, like... like He's just pretty good overall. Like, he, like, really just the dashing ability to escape makes him very good. And especially with his new gadget, he doesn't just get shut out by tanks, which are seeing a big play in the current meta. So, yeah, that helps Mortis out a lot, just being able to not instantly die if a tank gets up in his face. And be able to, you know, kill a lot of these squishier brawlers. Like, if someone's using a thrower, they're just dead if you're using Mortis. Mortis obviously would be higher if throwers had a bigger part in the meta. But, yeah, right now... He's at number 21, kind of middle of the pack. So number 20 is going to be Tara. So Tara, I think she's pretty good in Showdown. Like, her damage is pretty good. It's pretty nice how she can break multiple boxes at once if they're up next to each other. Or if she's, like, in a fight versus a box, she can hit through the box to, like, hit the enemy when they can't hit her. But she can kind of get in trouble because her movement speed is pretty slow. It's, it's at, like... Yeah, so she has a slow movement speed, and her health is not great. So, yeah, she can get in some bad spots. But if you get her super, she's very scary. Like, nobody wants to mess with the Tara with super because you're just dead. So, yeah, she's pretty good, but definitely not great. She can be killed fairly easily if you know what you're doing. So, next up in 19th is going to be Rosa. So, Rosa earns a pretty decent position because she is a tank and tanks have just been pretty good in the current showdown maps. A lot of them have walls that really help out for tanks. So Rosa, I don't love as much as some of the other tanks just because I find her damage to be a little bit too low, but she can definitely do pretty well. Like if she gets her super, she's pretty much unkillable, obviously. So she can just like, Use the walls to her advantage. Plant life is definitely really good, especially if you have her gadget because you can kind of just zone off a section of the map where no one else can really go into because I can't see you and you're just in the bushes. So yeah, Rosa, pretty good, but definitely not a top-tier brawler. So coming in at number 18 is Max. So Max, 
is kind of like Mortis. He's just very fast, which gives him very good evasion, especially with his super. And he can open up the boxes fairly easily because of the four ammo. I mean, I, the, the main issue is I find his shots kind of hard to hit. And also, his health is just not great. Like, Brawlers really just need high health. I mean, Max, he's definitely playable in the mode, but he's just not great. He does get countered by a lot of the higher-up Brawlers, which also hurts him. But yeah, he's definitely solid. So, next up is going to be Spike. So, Spike, you may be like, why is he up so high? He has low health, he doesn't have fast movement speed or any way to get out of the way, but... It's really just because he's a very good tank counter. Like, any tank that comes near a spike is most likely dead because of his very high damage and good range. So just because of that, Spike is able to kind of, like, hold his own in Showdown. He can open up the boxes pretty fast, and his super is very good for, like, preventing people from running away or just, like, pinching them. So, yeah, Spike, pretty good. Also, his super can, like, hit people behind the walls, which definitely helps him out a lot. So yeah, Spike, he's good, but obviously his health and speed do hold him back from really making a high position on this list. So coming in in 16th is going to be Brock. So Brock, he's like pretty good. He can um, three-shot the boxes if you have incendiary star power, and if you have rocket number four, he can four-shot them, but he also gets another ammo, which is really nice. So Brock can do pretty good. He can kind of kill people from long range, but why he's a lot higher than Piper is if someone's up close to him, he actually stands a fighting chance because he does really good burst damage up close. And also his super can be pretty good for clearing out walls so like tanks can't hide behind them. And also his gadget, pretty good for escaping. Like I've definitely been kind of like wrecked by his gadget multiple times. But I mean, still at the end of the day, he's a slow brawler with not great movement speed, which really holds him back. Like, you'll notice a lot of these brawlers get really just held back because of their health and movement speed. And also the maps are not ideal for Brock. So yeah, he comes at 16th, definitely a solid position. So in 15th is going to be Shelly. So this is probably right now Shelly's best mode, surprisingly. And it's just because of the tank meta. Shelly can really do a good job at preventing tanks from, like, dominating the game. And her Band-Aid star power is very good. Like, it can help her stay alive long enough to get behind the wall if a crow's chasing her or a spike or somebody else fast. So, yeah, she also has pretty solid health, good damage. Her range is also kind of long enough to prevent her from getting bullied by certain brawlers. So, yeah, I, I think Shelly is definitely... Pretty underrated in the mode, but not, like, a top-tier brawler. She's just kind of mainly good because she's a good counter-brawler. So, coming in 14 is going to be Bo. So, Bo really gets helped out a lot by his new star power, not star power, gadget. Um, the one that places down the turret that just lets him charge up his super. So, in 3v3s, this is pretty mediocre just because you don't really want to be in the same spot in 3v3 but in showdown it allows Bo to just camp in a bush and just charge up his super and then chuck it down somewhere and then you can charge it up again and use it for utility as well so yeah that gadget really plays a big part in Bo being good I mean also like just the rest of his stats are just all pretty solid like damage health range they're just all really good it can be kind of hard to hit all of both shots 
Um, but I mean, still, he's definitely playable. He's not like the best brawler in the mode, but yeah, I think he's pretty solid. And I wouldn't be surprised if he goes up depending on how the meta shifts. So coming in 13th is going to be El Primo. So El Primo, I've been finding really good as of late. I used to really just hate him in Showdown because like, I feel like he just gets bullied by everyone. He just like free super pretty much. But now with the current maps out, the walls just really like are perfect for El Primo to really do well. He can... Yeah, like his super is very good for jumping onto people, getting kills. If he needs to, he can use it to escape. He also has high health and pretty fast movement speed, which is obviously great. And he gets stronger the longer into the game he gets. And he's also good at opening boxes, which is another plus. So yeah, El Primo is definitely good. I mean, he does get kind of shut out by a few of the brawlers higher up, which is really the thing holding him back. So at number 12 is going to be Bull. So... Bull, pretty much the same as El Primo. I mean, I find Bull's super to be slightly worse than El Primo just because you can't control it as well. Like, you can't really use it on offense. It's more just of a defensive thing. But I find he just makes up for that with his, like, increase in damage and range. Like, I mean, his range doesn't seem like much longer than El Primo, but it can really help you get a lot more chip shots in. He can open up boxes faster from what I found. So, yeah, I just like Bull slightly more, but these two are kind of like 50-50 on who's better. But, yeah, both of them definitely really good. So coming in at 11 is going to be B. So B is like kind of like Brock where she has really good range. And up close she's not dead because obviously her like increased damage shot can really pack a punch. So, yeah, she's definitely very good, like, long range, and she's also good close range. And her super really helps out by slowing down the tanks, which can be a big weakness for her. And then she can pretty much just easily kill them once they're slowed down. So, yeah, she's definitely solid. I mean, obviously, her health and movement speed aren't ideal, but, I mean, I feel like her super and just long range can help make up for that. I mean, I guess, like, the worst thing about B is just her... Uh, attack is does not do that much damage to the boxes because it doesn't charge off of that. But, you know, like, her star power also, which kind of gives her a second life to an extent, can also be used pretty effectively. So, yeah, I like B a good amount in Showdown. So, now we are entering the top 10. Number 10 is going to be Leon. So, Leon, lower than he usually is on Showdown lists, I feel like he just got in kind of worse... Because I feel like one of the main reasons, actually, is the crow gadget. Like, back in the day, before gadgets were a thing, like, crow Leon 1v1, it really just depended on who is the better player. Like, Leon could usually outplay a crow if the crow was not great or the crow made a mistake. But now, he really cannot kill crow just because of, like, crow's gadget, which can just basically make him immune to Leon. And Crow is, like, a very big part of the meta. Leon also does not do that good against other brawlers that you will see later here. I feel like he also got hurt because his gadget is pretty bad compared to a lot of the other brawlers. And, yeah, I feel like his invisibility just isn't as good as it used to be. So, coming in at number seven is going to be Ems. So, Ems is very good just because she really does a good job at shutting out tanks. Previously, the thing holding her back was... If someone gets up close to M's, she's dead. But now, with her gadget, it just allows 
her to push back enemies. And I mean, it did get nerfed if she only gets two, but I don't find that to be like that big of a deal because in showdown, usually you're not going to be in like a very bad position with M's like twice or definitely not three times. So yeah, M's just very good. She can really just melt down tanks and late game. If she has that super, she can really just take over the game. So yeah, M's very solid right now in the current meta coming in at number nine. So number eight is going to be Jean. So Jean is, he has pretty good health, which really helps him. His movement speed is not great, but his range is very good. Like he can hit brawlers for what it feels like all the way across the map. If you're low and in Jean's range, you're dead. And also his super, I find to be extremely strong, especially the fact that it can pull people through walls. Basically, if you have high power cubes and you're low and a jeans near you, you're probably dead because you can just pull you in and get the free kill. And also his gadget can definitely help him. If like a tank's kind of getting too close to him, he can just push him back and continue to burst him down. Or if he just like a Brock's on him and he's starting to lose the 1v1 and he's like one shot, he can just activate the gadget, get that health to just push him over the top and help him win the 1v1. So yeah, I just have really been liking Gene as of late in Showdown. So number seven is going to be Carl. So Carl, he I, is like just great in Showdown. Like He has pretty high win rate. His usage rate is not that great. But that's just because he's, I think he's pretty underrated. Like, yeah, Carl is very good. Like, his health is very high. His super can be used to get away, which helps out his slow movement speed. And he does pretty good damage, actually, especially with his super. I mean, his gadget is pretty big flop. Like, one of the worst three gadgets in the game, I would say. But it's definitely usable when you're supering out to somebody just to get the extra damage. He can open up boxes pretty quick. So yeah, I like Carl a good amount. So number six is going to be Daryl. So Daryl, I would say one of the best tanks, especially in Showdown, because he has the assassination ability. And his super also auto-charges up, so he can kind of just like open up boxes with his very high damage, just two-shot all the boxes, camp in a bush until he gets his super, and then he can just start to assassinate everybody by rolling onto them and just bursting them down before they can even react. So yeah, Daryl, he's very good. He has good movement speed, high health, just really just built perfectly for showdown. And yeah, he's great. So number five is going to be Jackie. So Jackie, the thing that really helps her out the most, I would say, is her gadget. Just, I feel like a lot of the time in showdown matches, you can just get like wrecked immediately if the Jackie has, the Jackie near you has gadget. Like if you're opening up a box and you see a Jackie come by, like, you just really want to pray they don't have Gadget because they can just activate that Gadget, rush you, and you're probably dead. I mean, also, Jackie obviously has good health, good movement speed, and also good damage. The Super, I don't love, but it can be pretty strong later in the game when you can suck in multiple enemies. So, yeah, Jackie is all around a very strong brawler in Showdown. So, coming in at number four, my favorite brawler, Crow. So, Crow gets a ton of help with his new Gadget which when he activates, it gives him a 60% shield. So when Crow activates this, he just can't die. Like, it's very crazy. He can, like, super onto a bowl, primo, like, anybody, activate the gadget, and he's just completely fine. It also helps him charge up his super, because early game he can go very aggro and 
activate the gadget to get a kill. It just helps him win a lot of 1v1s you usually wouldn't. So yeah, his gadget really helps him out. And also, he's obviously very fast movement speed. His super can be used to escape. His star power extra toxic can prevent the enemies from doing as much damage. So, I mean, Crow already was a very good showdown brawler, and the gadget really just pushes him into the top five. So coming in at number three is going to be Pam. So I believe Pam has the second highest win rate in showdown. She's just very strong overall. Like that turret can provide a ton of value just keeping you alive. It's good in the early game when you're in a 1v1 or good in the late game when there's like a bunch of people all kind of in corners. Like her damage is very good. Her range is surprisingly long. Like on any long range map, Pam can really dominate because... From what I found, a lot of people don't just realize how long Pam's range is, and they're just barely in it, and they just get absolutely melted down. She can open up the boxes very fast, and she also has very high health. Really, the only negative about Pam is her movement speed, but she makes up for that with the rest of her attributes. So, coming in at number two is going to be BB. So, BB is... Very good right now, especially with her shield star power. It can just, she just sponges so much damage. Her knockback can like hit people into the gas or just keep the tanks away from her. She has already fast movement speed and high health, so she can just pressure people very easily. Super can be really good with a lot of walls. So yeah, BB is very good. Sorry about that pause. Anchor has a maximum segment length of 30 minutes, and I was in the high 29 minutes area, so I didn't want to risk it or, like, rush through 8-bit. So, yeah, I decided I would just stop it and make a pause and just go more in-depth on 8-bit. So, yeah, I just kind of spoiled. Number one is going to be 8-bit. So, 8-bit, like, the thing that really makes them crazy in Showdown is that extra life star power. Like, the point of Showdown is you only have one life. But this just completely breaks the fundamental rules of Showdown and gives him a second life, which is just crazy strong. He has very good damage, very good range, good health. His super can be very useful for kind of just like holding down a certain area of the map, preventing people from coming by, sponging damage if you need to, or just, you know, dealing extra damage. And also his gadget... It's pretty good. It's not amazing, but teleporting can sometimes come in like very clutch. And now that it doesn't break his booster, it's just so good. So yeah, 8-bit is definitely one of the strongest. Yeah, he is the strongest brawler in Showdown. I mean, obviously not other 3v3 modes, but he's great. The only con to 8-bit is his movement speed, but he doesn't need fast movement speed if he gets two lives. So yeah, 8-bit... Best brawler in Showdown, hands down. He is probably going to be the best, unless there's, like, a new brawler added with uh, even more crazy mechanic, or they just completely, like, get rid of his extra life or make it pretty much unusable. So, yeah, 8-bit, best brawler in the game. Not, not in the game, in Showdown. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. So... I'm going to be trying to just post episodes daily from now on, now that I'm really starting to enjoy the game again. If you do enjoy my podcast, um, you can subscribe to it so the notifications will automatically go to your phone or whatever you're listening to it on. Um, Leave a five-star review if you did enjoy the podcast. It helps it out a lot. So, yeah, thank you guys all for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.